Peggy Mitchell watched her mother's strong hands as they gripped the reins that guided the horse and buggy to the outer edge of the city. The horse took a familiar path and ended its journey at the foot of a burnt-out and deserted home. It was a curiosity to the twelve-year-old Peggy, who always seemed to end up at a house nobody lived in. No Sunday was complete without some look into the past. As far back as she could remember, Peggy had spent Sundays with her mother, listening to stories of the Civil War. But to hear the yarns her mother told, one would think the events happened yesterday. This is where it happened, child, the mother said, as she turned Peggy's head to an old staircase. Peggy looked at the staircase and saw no importance in it at all. It was a rotting pile of discarded dreams. There were no hints that human feet used these boards parallel to each other, nor were there signs of any significance that demanded Peggy's attention. Where what happened? asked the child. Peggy looked up at her mother and saw a haunting twinkle in her eyes. Looking at the broken-down, waterlogged staircase, Peggy's mother was seeing phantoms that the child couldn't understand. The soldier came in through those doors, Peggy's mother pointed. At one time, the ruins contained a set of doors. The woman who lived here lost her husband in the fire. Peggy's mother continued in almost a whisper. Food was hard to come by. The North took what food there was. Every now and then, the woman encountered deserters, and that is what she found that day. Mommy, I don't want to stay here, cried Peggy. I don't like it here. Come on, then, said Mother with a smile. It's home to supper for you. Both mother and child left the burned house. Back in the buggy and heading for home, Peggy's mother sighed with relief. Peggy, do you know what the Civil War was? The teacher talked about it in school. Oh, that's good, she smiled. The Civil War destroyed a way of life for the South, a way of life that will never return. Mother paused. Child, one day your world will explode under you, and God will put you to the test. A woman's hands are small and weak, so for God's sake, learn a trade that will stay with you, a trade you could use in your new world. Peggy studied her mother. She didn't understand the fear she was seeing, but her mom was worried about something, something grown up. I will, Mommy, I promise. Mother's brow relaxed, and she smiled down into Peggy's puzzled eyes. Chapter 2 Peggy did grow up, and she understood the stories her mother told her. The stories didn't frighten her any more. Instead, Peggy developed a huge desire to hear, research, and read other stories of the Old South. Peggy also kept the promise she made to her mother. She learned a skill. Peggy had always been preoccupied with the stories she heard from her mother and other women who actually witnessed the fall of the Old South. Peggy felt an unknown magic in the telling of a story, and that is what Peggy wanted to be, a storyteller. Peggy practiced her writing and her storytelling skill. She wrote several stories, but never showed them to anyone. If, however, another writer were to record Peggy's story, fear certainly wouldn't be in its text. Peggy was a woman of the twenties. Among other things, she was a tomboy, a flapper, and a daredevil journalist. Once, she risked her life climbing up a building to get an interview with Rudolph Valentino. Among other things, Peggy fought for equal rights for women. 
both inventive and humorous. Peggy enjoyed being the center of attention. Unlike her old southern counterparts, Peggy would do anything she wanted and would follow her instincts to achieve any goal. Like most women, Peggy was drawn to opposites in men. She never could understand why, and had decided that she was searching for something she didn't have. Her attractions didn't come without a price. Peggy married an athlete named Red, who later proved to be a bad husband. Red had a drinking problem, and Peggy knew from the start that the marriage was doomed to fail. After the fall of her first marriage, Peggy married John Marsh, who originally was the best man at her wedding. This time she found the right man, and she was happy. With her passion for a good story, a good man, and happy life, Peggy found an interest in horses.